Welcome to the Hit Podcast, HIT, Human Resources, Insurance, and Technology. I'm your host, Toby Kennedy. We are dropping into your feed every Tuesday, so like, subscribe, share, tell a friend. My goal is to be a worthy follow for you, to curate all the information in the space of human resources, insurance, and technology. This week's episode is sponsored by Montage Insurance Solutions, and let's get right into your weekly hit. This week's episode is a fun one and tackles the whole four-day workweek conversation. Now, obviously, this idea isn't really a new one, and probably more obviously, when you're dividing seven days per week into two categories, work days and weekends, somewhere along the way, employees were going to put their hand up and sort of say, uh, hey, five and two isn't the most favorable split of seven uh, days in the week, but... I think the idea is getting new traction, and I think it's worth talking about. Now, again, you can find articles in the 1970s about the four-day work week gaining traction, but I think today's generation is looking a little more closely at something the Ford Motor Company came up with 100 years ago, right? The five-day, nine-to-five, sort of 40 hours per week being the right number of hours to work. The harsh reality is that the pandemic sort of changed the way people view work-life balance. And as remote work continues to kick up and the gig economy sort of becomes more and more of a thing, I think Americans are are looking at this more closely. In fact, a recent Newsweek survey showed that 71% of Americans favor a four-day work week and only 4% opposed it. It's a lot of yays and not a lot of nays, right? So we really want to start to take a look at, is this getting a little bit of momentum? And it's not just something that in theory surveyors are talking about. It's happening. The United States, Canada, Australia, the Middle East, Europe, there are companies adopting this. There's trials going on. There's a lot of things really kind of taking hold. In fact, recently the UK did a six-month trial. Over 60 companies participated. It ran from June 2022 through to the end, through December of 2022, and the results were fascinating. Now, not surprisingly, employees reported benefits, right? But 71% less burned out, 39% less stressed, 48% of employees reported a higher satisfaction with their job. And shout out to On Point, who did a great podcast about the four-day work week. But some of the employee comments, they were like, there's no amount of money that can get me to go back to a five-day work week. I mean, when employees worked for a company that tried this out, man, they reported incredible levels of satisfaction that I think we'd all be jealous about if we could get our employees to kind of purr that way, right? And what's important is these were not extra hours, right? It's not like they did four tens, right? Where you're still working the 40-hour work week. You're taking it down to 32 hours spread over four days. And it doesn't necessarily need to be exactly four days, right? Some employers had to make it work. But overall, we're talking about keeping benefits and pay and everything the same and reducing the expected number of hours worked to 32, Now, of course, in a crisis, everyone works overtime, and that happens today too, right? You work nights, you work weekends. So, of course, there's there's times 
where we need to work a little bit more. And there's certainly some industries where maybe this works a little bit better than others. But I will point out that in the UK, the big survey that they just finished of over 60 employers, all different types of companies were there. White collar, manufacturing, a brewery, pub, a fish and chip shop. I mean, all sorts of different employers. And it went really well. Fatigue was down. People were reporting way better mental health. And all of this happened while the employers, all of them, had their revenue either stay the same or actually grow. And maybe it provides us that opportunity to afford a little bit better work-life balance. That same Newsweek poll showed that 83% of employees actually honestly thought they could get their weekly workload done in four days. So there's these sort of mini breaks and inefficiencies that really work their way into every employer, no matter how efficient you're trying to be. And the idea is that employees are pretty willing to trade the pace at which they work for that extra day off. So maybe it's a little bit more of a, not quite a sprint, but a higher pace that they're going at, that they can't keep up for 40 hours. They can't do that for five days a week. But with the extra day off, they're just that much more efficient. So especially for certain employers, it really makes a ton of sense. Now, the poster child for who it doesn't really work for is obviously healthcare, right? Because you can't, we already have, you know, nurses and doctor shortages, and you can't have fewer of those folks. But there are some costs beyond just, hey, profit and revenue. And when we, again, cite that, that UK study where the employers, their, their profits were the same, or frankly, in a lot of cases grew, there's more to it than just that metric. Right, Because think about how expensive it is, especially in the healthcare side, for all the training and all the work that goes into building these employees up. And if there's an attrition rate and they're leaving, finding new employees and sourcing new candidates, that has a cost and an expense as well. So even in some instances where, hey, we can't keep the same workforce, there's not enough fat to trim out maybe still making the expectation of what you show up to on a weekly basis, getting closer to an average of 32, even if you have to augment with extra staff. And I know you're not going to be able to squeeze all that money back from a profit standpoint, but for a lot of employers, it is doable. And the results that the employees show from a health standpoint, and by the way, from a recruitment and now, from a retention standpoint, when you look at some of the results, boy, the cost that you're spending to go source candidates and on turnover, on training, if you're an employer that even could take a look at this, it's going to make you very competitive relative to some of the other folks in your space. So maybe it's time to take a look at that 100-year-old philosophy that Henry Ford came up with, and maybe it's worth revisiting. Personally, candidly, I do wonder, is this maybe part of a, a fad or is it really the rise of the new world order? I, I don't know. But maybe we don't have to go all the way, right? Maybe something like a, a nine-day fortnight or something like that where you alternate four days this week and five days this week might be something that's less shocking to employers. Or even leaning on how the pandemic coached so many of us up on how to work from home. Is there some answers in there? Because the question really does bear wrestling with, which is, are we still in a place where five days a week, 
40 hours is the right ask? Or are we cracking a little? Are we fraying a little? As an employer, are we, are we redlining a little bit too hard? Or are we pushing a little bit too hard? Is there something in that expectation that we can dial back a little bit? And I'll tell you one thing that might really help us get there, and that's the introduction of AI, <laughs> right? So all along the way, the American workforce has gotten more efficient and better, and we send emails, we don't have to walk over that person's desk, and we're getting better and more efficient, but the expectations have gotten higher and higher, and the workload has gotten higher and higher, and so we've kept this kind of pace going where now we're doing so much more from a deliverable standpoint than was ever done. ChatGPT, which we talk about, AI, that is going to lead to even more efficiencies. And I just wonder if maybe it's time to look at giving some of those efficiencies back in actual free time to employees, right? keeping a similar number of staff and dialing back how many hours those people need to work, leaning on the strength of the technology. So maybe it's summer hours or that nine-day fortnight idea or leveraging somehow work from home. But when you look at some of these studies, and you see, by the way, in the UK study that over 90% of the employers that participated are going to keep it going. The employers were on board. The bottom lines, the profits either stayed the same or grew, and the employee satisfaction was an 11 out of 10, off the charts. So I just wonder, as this conversation seeps its way into the mainstream, if we can't find some way to say, look, let's... Let's have these efficiencies, especially that are coming down the pike with AI, translate to a little bit more leisure and give back on what we expect from a weekly basis for folks to be doing and showing up. And maybe that'll help with some of the cracking and fraying and places we're finding ourselves in today. That's all the time we have here on the HIT Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Join us every Tuesday. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend. And until next week, make this the best week yet. Yeah.